Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, on to Sharkies, uh, sorry, Storm v. the Dragons. Uh, look, I thought there was a, I mean, I know they ran away with it at the end, but for 60 minutes, I thought the Dragons were pretty good. Yeah, they just, they just make you pay for your mistakes, don't they, Melbourne? Like, there was that moment where, where Jack Bird went down the short side and, you know, there was nothing really on there, but that's what Melbourne do to you. Yeah. Their defence is just so good, you've got to go a little bit unorthodox. And against most teams, Jack would have gone down the short side, there would have been a turnover, it's okay. But against Melbourne, Jack goes from trying to do something down the short side to standing behind his sticks watching them convert a try. Yeah. They don't miss an opportunity. Seconds. It's fucked, yeah. If, if you give them half a sniff, they will make you pay. And there's no other team in the competition that makes you pay the way the Storm do. Yeah, mate, I, I thought St George did pretty well to start the game, but the class of Melbourne is just... Incredible. Uh, Pappy, Munster, Grant, Hughes was great too, but those three were just like... Grant is just terrorising you Mate. on every single play. He's so much better Fuck. than any hooker in the game right it's, now. I know he's got the platform to work off, but he's like leaps and bounds ahead of any other hooker in the game. We've we just never seen a hooker like him, in my opinion. You know, Cam Smith will always be the goat hooker. No denying. He's just... Because his footy mind was just mm. like leaps and bounds. But I don't believe we've ever seen a hooker that has... So many facets to his game. Like, he's an explosive ball runner. He's got a great footy mind. He's got great delivery. He's, his defence is getting better each week. I was a bit concerned with his defence early on. He was missing a fair few tackles. He's getting better each week. I mean, if he stays injury-free, the damage he's going to cause into the competition is going to be... I think, I think, put it this way, I think statistically, when it comes to stats of, like, try assists and that, he will probably eclipse any, any hooker in the game. Now, obviously, Cam Smith... You know, his stats were more about directing the team around. But I don't think we've ever seen a hooker that has this many tries, line breaks, tackle breaks. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's the other thing. I mean, you've got this guy who's got – like, you take Cam Smith out, you could honestly take little bits and pieces of the best hookers of the last 20 years, put them together, yeah. and that's Grant. And he served an apprenticeship under, under Cam, Cam Smith. Smith yeah. Like, 
He, uh, yeah, I, I just think he, he is incredible. Even there was a play yesterday where he, he, he got out, he sort of went to the open side. They're they they on the right-hand side tram line. He, like, dropped it off the outside of his right foot, banana kick, and just dropped it into yeah. touch. Like, yeah. to, to be a wide foot art with the markers coming to you from that side and just drop that in. And, mate, he didn't even it – was, it was the most casual thing. Yeah. The, the challenge for Grant now is he is so fucking good – that it's all about premierships now with Grant. Like it's like, if you want to be, if you want greatness, this is all well and good. Like club footy, killing it, fucking so. But you're past that now. You're beyond club footy. You are now in the the chasing greatness business, and now it's all about premierships. That's it. How many premierships are you going to win? Because that's the only really we all like. We all know your your top. The best game that you can play. There's very very few hookers in the game that could ever play as good as, as Grant could play. Um, so, yeah, he's just chasing greatness now. It's about it's about premierships. Picking your kangaroo's side right now. You still going with Cookie? <sighs> Tell you what, it's getting fucking hard to... to yeah, it's getting ignore. hard to push back on. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, all the points you still made about Cook do still stand. It's um, getting tough. I'm, I'm a loyal loyalty guy first, mm. um, but I, it's getting tough. What do you reckon, Timmy? I'm going Harry Grant. Yeah? And I love Damien Cook. I think he's outstanding for obvious reasons, but, mate, like... Cookie's running game is exceptional. Grant has that, plus he's a better creator. He's learning to get his team around the park every single game. And, I mean, you've also got to look at the fact that he's playing behind this Melbourne pack that are just dominating teams week in, week out. He's not always going to have that, particularly if he gets to – I mean, the Kangaroos probably will too. I I will say, though, him going to the Tigers was the best thing ever for his legacy because it's like he can do it. He went to the Tigers and he fucking nearly got into finals footy in his first year of rugby league, ANRO rugby league. So I know what you're saying. Like, he is behind Storm, but he has proven he's he can do freak. it. Yeah. And at, at, watching Melbourne every week, they're my favourite team to watch in the NRL uh, at the moment. And I get so excited. And then it just dawns on me that Cam Munster is in career best form. <laughs> Harry Grant's doing this, and they're going to do it to the Blues. Or, like, Munster's not that old. They can do it to the Blues for the next 10 years. I'm like, oh, geez, it's bittersweet watching yeah. them. <laughs> Mate, that, I mean, it's... Great signs for Queensland. But, yeah, Harry Grant, he's chasing greatness now. He's truly something special. Um, I don't think we'll ever see someone like Cam Smith ever again. Like, I think he will truly stand the test of time. Uh, But I tell you what, he's already – like, if he keeps on this trajectory, I think he'll be the second best hooker of all time. Yeah, I I definitely think he will be. Is, no, I agree. Is Smithy doing anything with the Storm and the hookers down there? Uh, not not at the moment, I don't think. But, obviously, you know, he had a huge hand in uh, – you know, obviously he'll have a hand with him in, in Q, uh, the Queensland side. Yeah. Um, but, like, what, what's crazy is to say this so early. And, again, I'm not saying he's there yet. But what I am saying is I think we're all convinced it's all about chasing greatness for Grant now. It's, no one can question how good this kid is. He is fucking outstanding. What are you – origin game one, are you picking him as your starting nine? I know a few weeks ago you, you, you were tinkering with maybe bringing him off the bench. What are yeah, you, uh, okay, it's, it's a good question. If you had asked me five, four or five weeks ago, I would have said off the bench for impact because yep. I was just a bit concerned with his yep. defence. His defence has improved so much that I would I would start him now. 80 minutes? Or like, do you, do you play a Ben Hunt? Do you, what do you do? Fuck. Mate, I, I probably 80 minutes. Like, if he can deliver this kind of shit in origin, mm. you don't you don't want this bloke off the field. You just don't want him off the field. I don't know. It's it's just a, it's a different pace though. Eighty minutes in the middle for Origin. Very few men can do that. Uh, yeah, I, I will say like the other thing you've got to consider with Grant is that this is the first time he's put together an extended amount of first grade where he hasn't been fucking injured. Mm. 
Like, it's the first origin he's really coming in with proper match fitness as well. Um, as, as a New South Wales fan, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> like him around the ruck can be the difference. It, like, truly the difference. Yeah. The only worry I have with the 80 minutes in origin with Grant is the fact that, like, because he is so explosive, like, surely he can't do that in the speed of origin. Surely he, if he can do that for 80 minutes in origin... That's superhuman kind of shit. But, mate, he's got he, – he, to me, he feels like one of those guys that you're going to get to Origin every year and go, how the fuck does he do it? Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he feels he's like he, he's an Origin but player. But it's, like, it's like, for example, like the cheese. Like the cheese is so explosive mm. that he gasses himself out t- to a degree. And I, can, I worry, like, if, if Grant is running for 120 metres in Origin – could he get through 80 minutes of that intensity? Well, if he can, it'd be fucking amazing. I'll tell you who this leads into, uh, bloke on the fringe of origin, and it's Reuben Cotter. Pick Reuben Cotter on the bench if you get to the 55, 60-minute mark and Harry's gassed and needs a 10, 15-minute spell. Cotter off the bench can slot in there for 15, give him a spell, whack. It, like, you go into the game planning for Grant as an 80-minute hooker. Yeah. If he can't do it, I think he can, mm. but if he can't, so slot, you reckon Benny Hunt loses his spot then? It depends how they want to go with the yeah. bench. But yeah. if they're looking at, you know, going, we want him playing. Like, if they're going into it saying we want Harry Grant to play 80, well, do you need Ben Hunt on the bench? Not necessarily. Um, I just think Cotter's a good guy. Because if, if he does play 80, Cotter can go on and make an impact as a middle anyway. Yeah. Um, just food for thought. Oh, yeah, I no, reckon it's, I'll it's go Hunt 14, Cotter 17. Just have them both. Pick two yeah. middles. Really? I just size-wise, that's a small bench for Origin. Origin's like the, the physicality of it. I was going to say before, I think the way Ben Hunt's playing, I reckon he, he has to, has to, be, has in to be in the team. And I think 60, 50, 60 minutes of quality Harry Grant with Ben Hunt coming on, Queensland lose absolutely nothing. So I, yeah. I reckon Harry Grant will play 60. And I think so. Ben can play in the middle as a 13 if he has to as well. I think he's stocky enough. Uh, but I tell you what, like think about how... like. A year or two ago, the Queensland side, you were almost like scratching together. Like, oh, man, like this guy's barely in first grade and we're putting him on the bench. Now you're sitting there going, fuck, Cotter is challenging Ben Hunt for his spot. You've still got Tino that's playing really well. For Fida, that when he comes back and plays really well, like you've got uh, Maui Fodawaka, you've got like Paddy Carrigan. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's starting to really come together. Lindsay Collins, uh, Papali'i. So, mate, it's uh, looking I, I good. can't believe we're this close to origin and we're not panicked about the Queensland centres at all. Do you remember at the start of the season going, kidding. who the hell yeah, is going true. to play centre? Yeah, but Holmes and Gagai, I'll put that... <laughs> I'm happy with them against anyone. anyone. I, I remember when, when, when Malcolm Morgan retired, I thought, fuck, that's going to be a loss for Queensland at centre. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where they were at. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Harry Grant, as I said... Absolutely amazing. What he is doing, I personally haven't seen a hooker play like this before, like week in, week out. Incredible. Um, we've got to get to him. Cam, mad dog, money, monster. When have we – like the, he is doing things that we just haven't seen. Like he uh, – I'm trying to think of a six that's played like monster, but he's so off the cuff. And so raw and just doing whatever the – like, he's having fun. Like, he's just having yeah. fun. Like, he's goosing for fun. He's little – like, that goosey to flick pass was just pure fun. Like, he didn't need – you know what I mean? Like, he could have probably just – he just – He's like the kid on the playground that knows he's the best. It is incredible. Yeah. I mean, could you tell – is there any six that comes to mind that plays the way he plays? There's little things that he does that remind you of guys, but as a whole, <laughs> as a package, no. Like, there may have been – 
better sixes or one more premierships or whatever. But I just mean the style of play. Like, it's so unorthodox. And it's he can, so like, he can flick you. He can chip. He can run over the top. He can, he can beat you in so many ways. And I, I imagine when you're defending him, Not me. Just got, he could beat me in seven ways here. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's up to him which way he wants to beat it's me. It's crazy. Like, his right foot step is wild. Like, both feet's wild. His kicking game is improved out. It's like, he gets the ball. He's looking left. Looks like that as he's about to go left. Sees Hughes, puts it to boom on the boot, lands it on a dime for Hughes. Like that in last week when he like looking the other way and then did a backwards fucking spiral across. I mean, it is just fuck. What do you got there, Matty? Just on the storm, um, I'll give you a little stat. The Dally M point just came out. So there's 13 players in the NRL that are on nine points or more. The entire Melbourne Storm spine are on nine <laughs> points or more. Fuck. This is where the Dallium system's flawed because, like, one of them's not going to win it because they keep yeah. taking points yep. from each other. And you know what? Yeah, but we kept saying that about Billy Slater and Cronk their entire career. Yeah. Every second year, they'd win the fucking thing still. Yeah, yeah. it's – mate, it just – yeah, Cam Munster, how much are you paying for him? How much – honestly – Yeah. How much are you paying for him? We having this discussion yesterday. I mean, it, it depends on the club, but – I, I, I remember sitting here with Daw six weeks ago saying 1.5 and he almost fell off his chair. And he was like, like, no way. Yeah, it's like, well, no, he's like, he's the best player not named Nathan Cleary and he's in better form than Nathan Cleary right now, yep. in my opinion. It's crazy. What, do you, what would you pay for him for I mean, I think at most clubs, probably 1.2. I think you could maybe stretch to 1.3. Uh, if, if we're talking Dolphins, they need that marquee player so bad for like so many reasons for a new club that... Maybe do stretch it to 1.5. Mm. Um, 1.5 at a regular club, I think that's a shitload of money. I think yeah. that's probably a little bit too much. But at the Dolphins, they need star power. Yeah. What, what's the sum of money where the Dolphins go? That's too much. I think Wait, they honest? can't go higher than 1.5. I just oh. can't. Like, that is fucking like If you're so going to pay 1.5, is, is 1.6 yeah, ludicrous, though? To get the man. To get him, if, yeah. if you're not going to have him, like... I imagine if they don't have Cam Munster round one next year and they come out and they don't have a marquee guy, they'll be sitting there going, fuck, that over extra 100K would have, wouldn't have. Mate, you mentioned uh, before, the cap's there. You've got to spend it. They don't have, um, like, they haven't really, had, they don't have a big signing yet, so it's like they've got to spend it. Yeah. But not only for the club's sake, like, you have to spend these 95% of your cap, so yeah. you're always going to find people, but if they don't have any other marquees and they've got the money there, well, why not 1.6? You know, to be honest, like, they could work out a deal where first year's 1.5 and then they go... Year after that, 1.3, 1.2. And that sounds outrageous, but it could be like a way for them to go, look, mate, if we want to win a comp, we fucking mm. – we can't – with you on 1.5, we just can't do it. But we will pay you 1.5 the first year just to lay the foundation, get people to the club. We drop it down to 1.2 in the next year. Like I think that's a, f- a good deal to Munster in the sense that, look, it's even, – even at 1.25, that is still what – 500 more or 400 more than what is it that'd be 500 more the 750 yeah yeah that's half a million dollars more and so i think that like just to get him there and you go look 1.5 first year but then we'll drop it to 1.2 the year and year and after like i think that's like a really reasonable way to kind of get him and say mate like we get you there you get your big money you still get fucking heaps of money next year but we become more competitive in those next years and maybe he may see that as like yeah all right i can, I can see the reasoning behind that and but and i tell you what it works like, perfectly for their current i know it's early days their current clap uh clap <laughs> their current cap um space and how they're looking without these marquees well year one they probably can do that hey so to yeah. do that and 
it's like almost the opposite of a back-ended. It's like a front-ended um, deal, yep. isn't it? Where they just smash him first year while I've got that money. Yep. And then, yeah. Lock, I think that'd be the smartest thing to do. Go, yep. go big first year mm. and then drop it back. I mean, you could even go as high as like, go really high the first year, just front-end him because you, you got no one. And like, because the, the Dolphins are almost getting to the point where there's going to be blokes that are fucking not great on like 400K because you've got to fill your cap out. Yeah. So like... They're not going to go into a year with paying $2 million less than every other club. So it might be a play for them to go. Mate, that's what I was saying at the start. End. At what point do you go, oh, yeah. no, I can't do that. I, I don't. Imagine if they went like just front-ended him massive <laughs> and then just dropped it to 1.2. And so he gets all his cash early and then they drop it the next few years and they just go, look, we're going to have a shit roster the first year, but the second, you know, when people come off contract, mate, it's you're interesting on, time. Mate, you're on four mil for the first season <laughs> yeah. and then your minimum wage the <laughs> yeah, next minimum four years, four years in a row. Um, also, Pappen using low-grade mo- uh, hamstring injury. Hope he's okay. Fuck, he's good. He's just one of the most exciting players to watch. I, I don't want to say it because he's one of the goats, Billy Slater, but, geez, he reminds me of Billy Slater the way he <laughs> plays. Like, you can't – there's no denying. Like, is he going to be the same as Billy Slater long term? Maybe not. But you can't tell me you don't see shades of Billy when he plays. And it's incredible how similar he looks to Billy despite how smaller he is. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you, you get to every week and you look at his metres and you look at his post-contact and you have to remind yourself that he's – 85 kilos dripping wet. Dripping wet. But he does lucky. not play like that. And I, yeah. Look, I, I, I think that this injury, it could potentially cost him a Blues jersey, maybe. I don't know if it will, but it could potentially. But I think as he said yesterday, mate, he has been carrying injuries for about a month and a yeah. half now. Yeah. He's been battered and bruised and putting in the performances he is to give him... If I'm Craig Bellamy, I'd be upset for him. But I'd be low-key stoked yeah. that he gets a month and a half to sort to his sort body out. out. Yeah. I also think like... You know, if, you, if you're Bellamy, you maybe we should arrest him at half time. Like, maybe. Yep. Sure. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's something, that, a lesson that, no, not a lesson because that's fucking Craig Bellamy. But just out, <laughs> yeah, fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Apologies. I apologize. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but maybe like, let's cotton wool him a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Because we need him for the back end of the season. If this happens again, maybe they do. Like when he did his knee, mm. maybe next time this happens, they realize, look, He's always going to deliver high-quality footy. So let's just pull him off. We need him for the end of the season um, because the, obviously the injury doesn't happen if, if they take precaution and bring him off. Granted, they're only 12-0 up. And also, granted, if you start playing like that, you start cotton-wooling everyone and all of a sudden, fucking, you know, you've got no one on the field. Um, who else played really well? Uh, Brandon Smith, 173 metres. But I want to uh, – Brandon Smith, like, I feel like ever since he signed with the Roosters, it's been a little bit quiet and the focus has been on Grant. But he still rips and tears. But I want to give a shout-out to Tyron Wishart. Oh, he was yeah, great. wasn't he? He was fantastic when he came on. 130 metres in 69 minutes. Uh, come on at fullback for a period there. Mate, he was great. He was Man, great. It's, it's another one from the exact same town, Gong that St. George have let go. Yep. Taken an opportunity elsewhere. Yeah. He's absolutely killed it. He's, yeah, it's crazy, mate. He, he, he sort of, when he arrived at Melbourne, I, I remember I, I had his dad on on the podcast, started the last year, Rod, champion player. I said, what position is Tyrant playing? He went, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's oh, just right. whatever Melbourne needs, I guess, and that's been exactly what he is. Yeah. He's just whatever they need, he can do it. Yep. He took on the line there late in the game. And cut through with like a big right foot step, hair going everywhere. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, months should get. Holy shit, that's time we <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 100%. As I was <laughs> the same. What is going on? I actually thought it was uh, like it reminded me of Pappy, like yeah. little Pappy with his long hair flying. Uh, so, yeah, he went really well. Uh, shout out to Nelson Asafa Solomona. Um, you know, he played important match to him, to his father who passed away earlier this year. Uh, I thought he was an absolute beast on the field. A beast on the field. I'd put him in my team of the week. Only played 45 minutes, but he ran for 155 metres. 87 post-contact. Eight tackle breaks. Cool. Uh, we said at the start of the year, if they're going to win a premiership, Nelson Osofa Solomona is going to have a big year, and I think he's having one of the best years of his career. Yeah, He's just... Every time they need momentum, they bring him on the field, and he just skittles blokes. It's just... Yeah, he's incredible. Um, Hughes as well. Like I think Hughes is playing some really good footy. It's just the fact that Grant and Munster are playing crazy footy. Ah, uh, look, the Storm, they're scary. They're scary. Uh, Remus Smith, uh, hopefully he recovers. Hopefully it's not as bad as they think, which is a torn peck. But if it is, fuck me. All the best best wishes with the recovery. Nick Meany, wow, he's gone to a new level. What about that try he scored? Pure pace, like oh. just blistering pace. Blistering pace. Um, yeah, incredible, incredible. He may keep that spot now. He may keep I love that, that spot. you've added uh, some emojis to your notes. Yeah, it's <laughs> a nice little touch. I like Mate, it. I just fired it. There was a few other ones earlier. Um, now, think it's interesting that sorry to interrupt. Do you think it's interesting that we talk about the importance of a ball playing thirteen and the storm? Given Josh King's absolutely killing it, doing what he does, but the storm haven't really got that. Yeah, no, you're totally right, mm. and they're the, they're the one like exception to the rule. They've never really had a ball playing thirteen, but I think it's because they just play such. Like a lot of their widespread stuff, like they, they'll do long pass to long pass and they kind of cut out the necessity of that. And also their passing is so high quality, even when it's a long pass, that they skip a bunch of players anyway, mm. whereas a lot of teams don't really have the skill set to do that. They, they would knock it on, the passes would be behind them. Whereas the amount of times like – because like what Melbourne Storm do is they play front foot footy. And what that is is they go long pass, long pass, they hit your three in and they just get up on the advantage line and just go and just go again. And, and so some people I say, oh, they're going side to side, but they go side to side. But when they go to a tram line or a, you know, 20 meters in, they, they straighten it up and then they'll go again. And so their, their style is very different to other teams where it's out the back, out the back play. They'll just go, Harry Grant will zing a 20 meter pass. Cam Munster will zing a 20 meter pass. Um, and it just, it negates the... Put it this way, like they do score some out the back plays, but a lot of this, the tries that I've seen anyway, I and I don't have stats to back it up, are more just front footy tries. Like they just, they, they're playing at such a high speed, their defence can't get back quick enough. Whereas you look at, say, the Rabbitohs, it's very slow and methodical, you know, out the back, out the back, strip them. Um, and so I, that's, where, that's why I feel like they get away with not having a ball play. Mate, it's almost like every week you can pick out one of the Melbourne Storm spine members who was a little bit quiet, but it was okay to be quiet. Mm. It's almost like if you put a ball playing 13 in there, it's almost like too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah, I think it'd be too many. Yeah. It'd be too many. Uh, I, I, the way I see them play is they're just a very front foot footy yep. play. Like, for example, Nelson's try, what was incredible about that is like, so Nelson's try, if you go back and you watch the Knights game, there is an exactly the same play. And because it happens so quickly – it doesn't look like a set play because it's like front foot, oh, someone could quick play the ball. But because they're all so on song, they identify that. And, and if you look back at the week before, they both ran that same line. Olam was there, Nelson was there. And against the Knights, he hit Olam and Olam scored the try. Mm. Fast forward to next week, 
he hits Nelson on the short ball and Nelson scores a try. And this is how switched on these guys are. In a split second, I don't know what the call is, but they just call it. And both of those boys just run that line. And it, it made me think about, like, speaking to Cam Smith about what makes the Storm so great in attack, is that they make sure they always have, like, A, B and C option. So no matter what you throw them in defence – the next time, they're going to come at you with the same shape, but they're going to take a different option. Mm. So it forces the defences to go, we can never pre-plan our defence. We can never sit here and go, oh, here's that shape. We know what's coming. They create shapes that, like, they'll, they'll come at you with the same shape, but people will run different lines at the, in the last Christ. second. And so you don't know how to defend that, and that's what the Storm <laughs> do so well. And that's a, a really good example. Um, the Nelson Olam one, they came with the same shape, but hit the different bloke. Um, and they hit the short runner rather than the overs runner and all them. So, yeah, the fucking storm are just crazy. It sounds so easy. You know, you've got a whole week to prepare for a game to oh. be that organised. But it's just when you actually get into the nitty-gritty of it, yeah, like to do it in five days every week. Getting just, 17 blokes to execute, it might be that third yeah. plan because of the way the opposition are defending you. It's like crazy. Oh, it's just seriously. crazy. Um, dragons, speak about the Dragons quickly. Uh- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, I know the scoreboard isn't flattering, but I, I didn't think they were that bad. Yeah. I, I really didn't. I thought this was more a case of the Storm were just fucking outrageous. Um, I thought Suli was outstanding. I think he's played outstanding all year. His ball carries are so crucial to them. Um, yeah, you look, I thought Josh McGuire was really good. Benny Hunt I thought was great. Um, in attack, in defense, I thought he was a bit... You know, he missed quite a few tackles and has seemed to sneak into his game the last few weeks, but... In attack, he's been outstanding. Um, yeah, like, this is a hard one to because you walk off the field, it's forty-two-six, and people are disappointed. But were they that bad? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think they were either. But you're right; it's hard to find um, too much to talk about with the Dragons. I, I keep on feeling like I walk away from most games and go, "Fuck, I don't think they're as bad as what people." Tell me. Yeah. Um, and this was another one, but... Like, you played a Storm at home that nearly completed at 90% and had 60% of the ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a recipe for getting absolutely fucking towed up. Yep. But like, the Storm playing like that could essentially put 50 on every team in the comp except for maybe the Eels and maybe Penrith, and that's it. Um, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah. Because the Dragons still completed at 73%. Jeez. You know what I mean? So, like, so where do you... <laughs> They, they just, unfortunately, 17 blokes just had a high skill set. Like, that's really the, yep. the gist of it. Like, okay, yeah, maybe the, the Dragons could have completed at 80%. And, yeah, okay, fair enough. But, fuck, it's not a bad it, it, It's another team for the Dragons. They've got a, a, a really good three weeks leading into their bye. They've got the Titans, the Warriors, and the Bulldogs. It's three yeah. games that I, I think they should win. What do you reckon um, about this team, the Dragons, Timmy? Yeah. Your boys nailed it pretty well. Like in my notes, I've got all these critical things and, and down into the, the nitty gritty of what went wrong for them, what they could have done better. But as you said, they were just outplayed by a significantly better football team. And you know, the Melbourne Storm are significantly better than probably fourteen other teams in the NRL or thirteen or twelve other teams in the NRL. So it's like 
I sat there and watched that second half and I, I thought there were just some piss-poor efforts from the Dragons, particularly defensively. But at the end of the day, you spoke about Melbourne's completion, how relentless and how classy they were the whole game. It's just like... That would have happened to anyone they were playing pretty well. And, and there was a few barge over tries late where you go on embarrassing. Mate, they were just gassed yeah. from just 79 minutes, 80 minutes, whatever, of being peppered. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, it's a bit harsh being too critical on them. Yeah, I, 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 I can't be too critical on them. Yeah, they might have made errors or whatever, but this was just an absolutely red-hot storm. A red-hot storm. And the first 30 minutes was a pretty good arm wrestle. Like, up until Meany scored and... Off, off the like turn defense into attack like it was a pretty it was a pretty close contest up until then yeah look dragons are such an interesting one because like they were my smokies for the eight um i probably would have i don't think they're going to make the eight this year only because i think like there are other teams that have improved so much when you add like sharkies cowboys broncos to that you know top eight all of a sudden it becomes really hard to make yeah. really hard to make the main saying that like I, I think they can win their next three games of football they're, yeah. they're 11th at the moment yeah that's true they're not that far off the pace who have they got the next three sorry um, it was I just lost it I think it's Warriors Titans Canterbury yeah. Fuck, but who's, whose spot do they take because this, this is a top eight at the moment Storm Panthers Cowboys Sharks Eels Roosters Seagulls Broncos and Souths aren't in it at the moment and Souths are out of it I mean the probably the only spot that they can probably take is at the moment Broncos or Roosters, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think the Roosters will drop out. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the Roosters the, either. So, yeah. so probably the Broncos. Mm. And I would say the Broncos are probably playing better footy than the Dragons right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting. The good thing is, is that although you know disappointing loss, they are still only eleventh. It's not like they're sitting, you know, fucking fifteenth or whatever. Um, so look, I just think it was one of those games where. The chances of them winning, so small, and on top of that, Storm came out and played fucking outstanding. So, not, not, nothing to be too worried about. I think that the next month will be a really good indication of where they're going to end. Do we say the, ni- the name Tyrell Sloan? Yeah, I mean, we say it every week. I don't want to add nauseam, but yeah, yeah I, th- I think he needs <laughs> to be back. I think he needs to be back. I think he never should have got dropped. Um, I don't think. I'm pretty sure their defense hasn't improved that much since then. Now, you could argue Moses and Byers had some try savers, maybe, maybe, but as a whole. I don't, I don't think they've been a better side with Sloan out of it. I think they need to bring him back. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, I, I will say I think that the bird at six is – I'm warming to that. I'm warming to that over Ramon. I do think like sometimes in defence he can struggle a little bit. So I'm warming to that, but I do think Sloan should be back. I was, I was going to mention that one. I was like, we, we chatted about it last week. I was like, all right. If you want to bring him own into the halves um, with Birdie back from injury, all good and well, but it just wasn't the week to do it. Sure, yeah, nah, against not, not Melbourne, the week. it's like just if that was the long term plan, and you want to just just keep Birdie at five eight, which has been pretty successful for them. Yep. Let's be fair. Just wait till this next the magic round. But anyway, it's in the past now. Mate, so, so if you have a look from round two to now, they've scored above sixteen points once in that time. Yeah, well. So they need they need fine points. They yep. need to find points. And it was twenty one they scored against Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Dragons fans, I wouldn't be too concerned yet. Next month of footy, if you've lost most of those games, that's time to go. Oh. Mom does 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.